1: Hey, I'm sure you know by now, but one more update, we're now sponsored by Ball, as in the all-new Ball Arena, as in the Aerospace Technology Company, as in the world's largest aluminum can and packaging manufacturer. Speaking of aluminum cans, Ball has an aluminum can plant right here in Golden. You can apply to work. All you got to do is text GOLDEN to 77222 or go to jobs.ball.com and search for GOLDEN. One more time, that's jobs.ball.com and search for GOLDEN or simply text GOLDEN to 77222 and apply to work in their aluminum can plant. All
0: right. Oh, I, I totally forgot about this, but um, I was looking for Jason, Terry, Nuggets, um, just a highlight or something. And do you remember that game in 2018 at the end of the season when Jamal Murray stole the ball from him on that inbounds pass? It was him? Oh, dude. That's crazy. I didn't remember it was Jason Terry. It was the end of the 2018 season. The Nuggets had to win all their games to get to the playoffs, and they ended up losing game 82. But in that stretch, they came down from something like 16 in the fourth quarter at home to yep. send the game into overtime against the Bucks, And on the final play of regulation, I think the Bucs had to inbound it to just let the Nuggets foul them. They were up three or something, so they just need to hit a free throw. And then Jamal Murray stole the inbounds pass that was going to Jason Terry. And I think after the game, Jamal said something like, yeah, Terry tipped me off that he was going to go get the pass or the play was from him or for him, and I just stole it.
1: I remember that's an underrated moment, but I remember I didn't know it was Jason Terry. That's hilarious. Yeah, it was Jason
0: Terry. Jason Terry. All right. Welcome into the DNVR Nuggets Podcast here on a Friday. Harrison Wind and Brendan vote recording. We are presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook app. Make sure to use the code DNVR when you sign up and download DraftKings. We got the schedule released finally. Uh, it's out. We can analyze it, break it down from all angles. How's it going today? I'm doing well,
1: Harrison. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change up our intro today. What would you have for breakfast? I
0: didn't have anything for breakfast. I had a cup of coffee. That's what I had for breakfast.
1: Me too. I had a, I had a cup of coffee and a bag of shareable-sized ms So I'm off but to great to start to
0: the day. But I am going to a couple different wineries here in temecula in southern california wine country so into temecula are you there to beat up scotty are you there to beat up scotty (laughs) dripping it's so funny man that's how everybody knows knows temecula in like the nba circles but temecula is actually a nice place a lot of wineries it's like the new napa (laughs) i bet yeah i bet i'm jealous it's not bad Um, yeah, like I said, we're going to break down the schedule on today's show because that's really all we've got to talk about and schedule release day, always a big day in the NBA. Um, and we're recording right after this schedule was released here Friday afternoon. What is maybe your just overall takeaway overall first impression from this nice 82 game schedule that we're going back to this season for some reason? Well, normally we come into these conversations just ready to complain,
1: just <laughs> full complain mode. And you know what, man? I don't think they got shafted this time by the okay. uh, the schedule makers. There's a home heavy start to the season. I believe 10 of 16 first games will be at home. And then uh, I think at the end of the season, it's 13 of their final 20 games are at home. So a foundation there. To really get off to both a good start and end to the season, which I, you know, all these games matter, I suppose, but just to set the the, the tone for your season with a good start is important to finish strong is important and to do those at home much easier.
0: Yeah, they do have a nice start to the season, a home heavy start. I do want to remind you that they also had a pretty easy start to last season. And good point. They started one and four with two losses to the Kings. Um, Let's run down their their first 10 games or so. They start at Phoenix opening night, October 20th. That game is on ESPN. Then their home opener versus San Antonio. That's on October 22nd, so two days later. Then they play the Cavs at home. They go to Utah uh, for their first back-to-back on the season, October 26th, the day after that home Cavs game. Then they are home versus Dallas and Luca on national TV, October 29th at the Timberwolves, October 30th at the Grizzlies, November 1st at the Grizzlies again, November 3rd home versus the Rockets, November 6th home versus Miami, November 8th. So those are their first 10 games. You can look at that and say the nuggets are set up to get out of the gate, really hot, really strong, make a real strong opening statement on the season. I'm just going to prepare myself for Denver to go like four and six on these opening 10 games, everybody to forget about the nuggets, everybody to write Denver off. Oh, they're still, you know, obviously way below the cream of the crop in the West. They screwed up the offseason by bringing everybody back. They should not have traded Wancho and Malik Beasley. They really messed up there. That's when the takes will start flying. So I'm mentally preparing myself already for that.
1: You know, I always think about the irony to the start of last season because the Nuggets, since I've been here, typically get off to pretty good starts. Jokic gets off to a slow start. Last year, you flip it. He looks like the best player in the world, and the team can't (laughs) buy a win. Um, But you know what? I I like their chances. I like their chances to come out and play well here. I really do. I think it's a fairly favorable opening stretch. Um, You're probably right. Hope is for fools. But it looks good. I think it could look a lot worse. And as far as, like, you know, it's a different starting group. You want to give those guys a nice little runway, get off to a nice little start, feel some confidence. And I think think they've got an opportunity to do that.
0: Yeah, some more little facts about the schedule here. 14 games on national television. You counted – how many last season was there 12 or 13? I want to say
1: 12 between ESPN and TNT. It was 12 last year and I've got 14 this year. That's just my manual count though. So
0: important caveat that I'm an idiot. Yeah. That, that's but, what uh, I counted too. So maybe we're okay. idiots together. or Maybe we counted cool. right. I don't know, but 14 seems like a nice number. Um, I was kind of wondering if after it was announced, they weren't playing on Christmas that we wouldn't see as many national TV games, but uh, 14 national TV is a good number. And they had a bunch of national TV games right off the bat. Um, so that's what I mean when I say the narrative for this team is going to be set very early into the season at Phoenix uh-huh. on opening night um, on ESPN, then their fourth game of the year at Utah on TNT. That's on the second night of a back-to-back. And then three days later at home versus Dallas on ESPN. So that's f- three of their first five games are on national TV. The national narrative narrative on this team will be set after that Dallas game, the fifth game of the season. I can guarantee you that. Um, it's either going to be a positive narrative or a negative narrative. It will be nothing in between, but I'm pretty confident after five games it will be set.
1: The national TV angle is a great point. And they could go seven and three in the first 10, but lose those three on national sure. TV. And that's it. And that's that, baby. Another yeah. year. Another year just sat, <laughs> sitting on their hands. Um, yeah, and you know what? That seems super on the table now that you look at it. On the road, Phoenix and Utah on national TV. I'll, yeah. I'll pencil that in for a loss. Uh, <laughs> Portland on the road. I, I would hope that they win that one, but it, it just, it, I could see it. It'd be very nug life for it to go that exact route.
0: Yeah. The other national TV games, like you said, Portland on the road at the end of November, um, that's not on the second night of a back-to-back. They've also got versus Utah at home on ESPN, January 5th, they play home versus Portland on the 13th of January. That's a TNT game. They've got the Clippers on national TV on ESPN, January 19th at home. They've, they go to Utah for a national TV game on February 2nd. They host New Orleans for an ESPN game on February 4th. Let's see what else we got again against New Orleans. New Orleans looks like they have a lot of national TV games. March uh, 6th at home versus the Pelicans on ESPN. March 10th at home versus the Warriors on TNT. March uh, 14th at Joel Embiid and the 76ers on ESPN. Home versus the Clippers on TNT March 22nd. And then the end of the schedule is interesting. Like you said, um, a lot of home games, they do play the Lakers twice in their Mm. last four games. They go at LA and home versus LA. Uh, They've got a date with the Lakers in LA, April 3rd on ABC. That's a Sunday game. And then they play the Lakers in the last game of the season on April 10th at home. I feel like that's probably a good thing to get the Lakers at the end of the season rather than at the beginning or in the middle. Why is that expand on that? Well, I've got to think that the Lakers aren't going to be too concerned about their seed, unless it's like last year and they're trying to get into the freaking playing game. You know, Um, (laughs) know, I would think that last year was a bit of an outlier with their injuries and they'll be comfortably in the playoffs. Uh, So maybe those last couple games down the stretch won't matter a ton to the Lakers. I feel like they're not going to care about their seed once, you know, they're locked into an actual playoff seed. But if it's like last year, yeah, that's, that's an interesting point. If they're fighting to just get into the playoffs, those games will definitely mean something.
1: The last ones at home against the Lakers got to like that. So. That might be, you know, look, you could always argue that it's a nice way to test yourself going into the playoffs, too, right? Let's say the Nuggets are rolling, the Lakers are rolling. It'd be a nice little momentum builder heading in, heading into the season. I want to take a hard left turn from the big market guys to a little small market talk. I believe Harrison, three of the four Utah Denver games are on national TV. They got at Utah TNT October 26th. Uh, at home against Utah January 5th, and that's on ESPN. And then I think there's one more. Yeah, ESPN again for at Utah February 2nd. Mm-hmm. Nash, the national TV guys, they're picking up on it. Nice little rivalry here in the uh, no one cares part of the world.
0: <laughs> I know. It's like the Nuggets and Jazz haven't played a bad game against each other in five years. Every game right. that the Nuggets and Jazz play. And the Nuggets and Mavericks play, it seems like, is just a good game. So, yeah, it's right Right, that those are going to be on national TV. And you know what, man? This was one of the things that just absolutely sucked about last season. You know when you go to Ball Arena or then Pepsi Center and it's a national TV game and it's a little later, which sucks, but there Mm. was just a certain buzz in the arena that night. Uh, Like you got the ESPN or TNT guys there. You know it's a big game. There's just a certain buzz in the uh, in the air those nights. You didn't have that at all last year. You know when you got to the arena and you know there's there was nobody there for this for the start of the season, and then you know the crowd slowly came back, but there just wasn't that excitement for a national TV game last season with the crowd not being fully there and just everything else with COVID and whatnot. I'm hoping you know when we go to games this year there's going to be that buzz for national tv games again it's different you know it when you're there uh, it, it was just non-existent last year
1: it's a great point and i'm looking at that that fifth game of the season home against dallas on espn mm-hmm. that should be a great game that should be one where you really feel the wear are back energy and hopefully yeah. we're a couple of us are in the arena together that should be fun man that should be a lot of fun
0: some more notes on the schedule the NBA is still doing the kind of consecutive games against the same opponent type of thing uh, to cut down on travel when they can. I like it personally because it kind of gets gives you the feel of a little bit of a playoff series. And you know, if there's something like a hard foul or a cheap shot or a flagrant foul that happens in the first game, that second game can get a little testy. So I really like those. Nuggets have a couple of those this season. They go to Memphis for two games, November 1st and November 3rd. They go to San Antonio for two games, December 9th and December 12th. Golden State for two, December 28th, December 30th. Uh, Detroit, no, or January 23rd, January 25th, and also Sacramento, February 24th and February 26th. Do you like those uh, kind of two games in a row versus the same team in the same city?
1: Uh I do. I do I'm sorry. How many of those did you say they work Cuz in the PR release it says they have two with no travel, 12 sets of back-to-back total. Um but anyway, to answer your question, I do. I do like those. They're kind of fun. I I always like the sort of series format of baseball and yeah. you can't always, I mean, you can't do that for a full season obviously in basketball, but it's fun. It, and I also like the idea of if you're doing back-to-backs, cutting down on the travel and just making this a little more doable for guys uh, and their bodies. So I'm always in favor of that. If I remember correctly, Denver had fewer of those than the average team in the NBA last year. Um, I remember Malone at least sort of whinging about that on more than
0: <laughs> one occasion. But Yeah, he was pissed they didn't have more of them. He was like, well, the league said we were going to have all these, you know, Back-to-backs against the same team. We've only had one or something. (laughs) Yeah, but no, I think what I meant to say is they have those against Memphis and San Antonio in Memphis and San Antonio, and then those other sets. Ah, I see. Golden State, Detroit, Sacramento. I think those are home and aways. The home and homes. Oh, yeah, the home and home ones. Um, So those should be interesting. Uh, Some other notes here, December, a really heavy road month. Nuggets have 11 of 15 away from ball arena. And then from November 21st through December, through January 3rd, Nuggets play 16 of 21 games on the road during that time. So a lot of home games at the beginning of the season, a lot of home games at the end of the season, a lot of road games in the middle of the season is how I'm going to boil that down.
1: So if you're planning a trip to the DNVR bar to hang out with the boys,
0: Somewhere in the middle of the season. We should be hanging out. We should be there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We'll be there the whole season, but um, especially during the middle of the season. Let's hit a break real quick, vote. And uh, on the other side, we're going to get into some of the key games that we have circled. What's the most likely road trip for the DNVR Mm -hmm. crew to go on this season? And We'll talk about that.
1: First, I'm going to talk to you guys about my friends at Solace Meds. You know all about them by now. They're our latest, they're one of our latest partners, and they're our dispensary partner. And right now, if you head into any location, you get a free Solace Bar or King Cone when you mention the code DNVR20. That's not all, though. At any one of those locations, in addition to either the bar or the cone, you get 20% off. It's a great deal. And here's the Veterans Move. You can stack up our deal with their weekly and or daily deals. Here's a couple to look forward to going on right now. Dixie Elixir is two for $30. Good stuff. Spectra, 20% off. Ripple, 25% off. Silver Shelf Flower, 15% off. Connoisseur Shelf Concentrates, 15% off. Remember, they have four convenient Colorado locations one in Fort Collins, one in Reet Ridge, one right off of Broadway, and one just blocks away from us on East Colfax. Uh, Solace Meds, one of the best ways to get your sweet, sweet marijuana. Check them. Out. Let us know we sent, let them let them know we sent you. Just code DNVR20, get that 20% off. Here's a question for you at home, and it's a real challenging one. I want you to reflect on it. When's the last time you went to the dentist? There's a good chance it's been way, way, way too long. Do not forget to get those X RAMs, those X-rays, those cleanings, those regular appointments in. You got to be taking care of your teeth. We know just the place to do it. Green Mountain Dental Group, several of our DNVR listeners have switched over already. Uh, some of our employees have gone there to get some teeth yanked out. We've got nothing but positive reviews. It's uh, They're real Colorado sports fans there, just like you, just like me, just like all of us at DNVR. And, of course, if you're a fan of the show, then you know all about their sweet deal. Right now, if you schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam, you'll receive a free Sonicare toothbrush. If that doesn't sound like a good value to you, Google it. That's an expensive toothbrush. Great way to take care of your teeth. And it's free when you check in with our friends at Green Mountain Dental Group. So go ahead and make that call.
0: Let them know that, let them know that we sent you. All right. Back here on the DNVR Nuggets podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Make sure to use code DNVR when you sign up and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Let's go over some key games here and the most likely road trip that the DNVR Nuggets crew is going to go on. So I just kind of want to hit on what I really think is a key part of the schedule again. And I touched on it already, but the first part of the season at Phoenix opening night at Dallas or at the jazz, sorry, fourth game of the year, home versus Dallas, the fifth game of the season, three of those five games are on national TV. It's going to set the narrative. It's going to set the tone. I really feel like for, really the first half of the season and maybe the entire season, depending on how the next couple months go. Look, it's an important every season to get off to a good start. It's really going to be important this year for the nuggets to get off to a good start, especially with that road, heavy December road, heavy middle of the Mm -hmm. season. As you're waiting for Jamal Murray to get back. If you can build yourself a little bit of a cushion over the first month of the season, starting with those big games at the beginning of the year in October, that's going to be huge. So uh, the beginning of the season, always important. It's very important this year for Denver, in my opinion. You look at those games that are not on national
1: TV, San Antonio, Cleveland, Minnesota, two games with Memphis, a game with Houston. Like these are winnable games and games Denver really makes needs to take care of business because as we mentioned some of those games to start the season, like at Phoenix on national TV, at Utah on national TV, those are tough, tough wins, even for the best teams in the league. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see them drop either of those games, if not both, which is why it's a long-winded answer. I've circled Dallas on October the 29th, Friday, I believe I said it was the fifth game of the season. They're playing at home on ES- at ESPN. On ESPN. They got to win that game. They got to win that game because I think they're going to drop the other two. You want to have at least one quality showing on national TV. You want to win with that buzz in the building with the fans back in the building. So as far as tone setters, I just think that's one where Denver has an opportunity to really, really fuel the hype train. So I've got that as one of my first important games of the
0: year. Another game that I've got circled January 7th, Versus the Kings, the Nuggets are not playing on Christmas Day, but they are playing on Serbian Orthodox Christmas. January 7th versus the Kings at home, Friday night. I can't Uh. decide, vote, if this is a good thing or a bad thing. A good thing that it's Serbian Orthodox Christmas. Nuggets have a game. I don't even have to look at the stats. I don't even know the stats, but I know Nicole Jokic always has a monster game on Serbian Orthodox Christmas. Or if it's a bad thing, that it's the Kings. The
1: Sacramento Grinches. Um, I wonder if we're a year late, though. Like, like, will it move to a new team now that we don't see coming as their thorn in the side? What team would it be if it's not the Kings? Uh, I feel like they'd never play Memphis very well. Even in the wins, it feels like, how did that happen? So that's one I'm scared of, always. But yeah. All jokes aside, um, it'd be a real bummer to lose to the Kings on, <laughs> on Orthodox Christmas. But I think, how about this? Let's take the positive. Let's take the positive perspective on it. They've got a chance to dispel with the Kings thing on a very important day. Just run them out of the building and say New Year, New Us.
0: Hey, it's got potential to be the December fifteenth game of this year. I'm just saying that. Putting that out there. Orthodox Christmas against the Kings, January seventh it could be the december 15th moment of this season after what could be a sluggish start to the year hopefully not but maybe you know maybe that's the first real real day of the season and if it is still the kings if the kings are still the thorn in the nuggets side it's not going to be good because the nuggets have um that little back to back home and home versus sacramento in february at Ooh. sacramento thursday february 24th home versus Sacramento two days Ah. later, February 26th. So uh, the Kings will be heavy on all our minds again.
1: Okay. How about the start of the longest road trip of the season that begins November 29th, Monday at Miami goes all the way through December 11th, seven straight games on the road, but a lot of them are winnable. Starts with Miami. a, a should be a much better team out of the East. You set the tone where the win on that road trip, now you're rolling to Orlando, New York, Chicago, New Orleans, the Spurs. All of those are winnable games. So if you can get that road trip off, the worst road trip of the season off to a good start with a win against Miami, I think you're cooking with something hot in the kitchen. So I like that one. got that one circled as a tone setter.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, if you're looking at the longest road trip of the year, it's better that it's against, uh, obviously, the Eastern Conference, the... Uh the worst conference that's right. also that it's just not against a lot of marquee teams. Now the Knicks are quality. The Bulls are quality. The Pelicans yep. should maybe possibly mm. potentially be better than they were last year. I don't know, maybe worse. Uh, and then the Spurs who, you know, the Spurs have sneaky potential of just really bottoming out this year, which people probably aren't talking about enough. I feel um, like they could be very bad, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Um another observation about that road trip. It's in December. Winter's just kind of, you know, starting. All those teams for the most part other than New York and Chicago in warm weather cities. So that's a positive. Oh well, wow. look at you. you. You
1: you see several steps ahead. Um all right, other big games. I mean, obviously end of the season, Lakers at home. We touched on that one already, but you'd love to get that one for a million obvious reasons. Don't know how much analysis that requires.
0: Here's a game I'm not looking forward to. And I know we hit on it when we were talking about the preseason slate, when they go to chase center. Um, But they also go to chase center twice uh, throughout the regular season. Mm -hmm. Once December 28th. And then once February 16th, I'm dreading those games because we know chase center is cursed. The Warriors haven't been good since they moved into the Chase Center. The Nuggets get injured every time they go to Chase Center. It's a cursed place. They should have never moved from Oracle. That's karma. That's karma for all those billionaire hedge fund owners who just wanted that stadium, that arena in San Francisco to rake in money from all those, all that private equity money. This is karma. This is karma for that. It's a cursed building. And that February sixteen game,
1: 16 game is just already keeping me up at night it just feels like a real like player x pulled a hamstring game and keep that energy away from me i won't name names because i'm not manifesting anything this year <laughs> um
0: yep 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 let's see what else do they got what do you think is the road trip that the dnvr nuggets crew is most likely to go on this season i've got one picked out i'm pretty much already booking the plane tickets, booking the hotel, because I think it's just got to be a certainty. Okay. I don't know if it's the one you have in
1: mind, but it's funny you ask because we just got a tweet from our friends, fast break breakfast of grind city media in Memphis, wanting to know what our plans are for that series with the Grizzlies November 1st for November 3rd. I'm just saying, dude, it's been a while since I've had some quality barbecue. Uh, this, uh,
0: this is the first thing I noticed on the schedule. This is definitely the road trip we're going on. I'm going to get off this podcast, book the tickets. We're yes. going to go to Memphis, November 1st. The Nuggets play at the Grizzlies, November 3rd. They also play at the Grizzlies early in the season. Nice little short road trip. Uh, early November. Let's go to Memphis. Let's eat some barbecue. Let's hang out with fast break breakfast. Let's let's do yes. it, man. I'm I'm hyped.
1: Dude, that's a lock for me. I'm so in. I'm so in. I've only been to Memphis once, and I stayed in a very broken-down, run-down motel off the side of the road. Did not feel like I got the authentic city experience. So let's do it. Sign me up. And, of course, dude, we cannot sleep on that preseason OKC back-to-back. We got to be there. I know. So
0: yeah. <laughs> Train, car, plane, whatever it takes. See, if we really had money, If we were just blowing up as a company, maybe we will be by then. We would hit the New York, Chicago, New Orleans portion of Mm. that long road trip beginning in December. It's the one that goes Miami, Orlando, New York, Chicago. Maybe we can even rope Miami into that Miami. And we can kind of skip Orlando, New York, Chicago. Yeah. And just, you know, just stop in for a couple hours. New York, Chicago, New Orleans with mm. Miami in that road trip be a fun one.
1: It doesn't look like they they had like a legitimate northeast tour last year in December. I went home for that to see some family. That was a good time. I got the Celtics, the Knicks, the Sixers in there, but I'm not seeing a similar stretch this time around, so yeah.
0: All right. I'm I am down to do uh have you been to to Madison Square Garden? I have not. I have not. I've really? been outside of it i have not been inside for a game
1: well dude we gotta we'll circle one of those we'll go this year msg really is man you know as no matter how bad the team is you walk in there and it's just one of those arenas stadiums parks where you just feel you just feel the history you know whether it's been overstated or not so it's a fun one man is that your favorite place that you've watched the game probably but just because i mean like I grew up in New Jersey so some of the first games I ever went to New Jersey Nets and the Izod Center shout out the real degenerates but also <laughs> Knicks at MSG uh it was just an experience as a kid and then to come back work in the game sitting on the floor I get a kick out of it every time dude
0: yeah I always tell people my favorite place to cover a game is Staples Center because yeah. it, have you ever seen a game there
1: I have I saw yeah. the preseason LeBron
0: debut after oh After yeah. the San Diego game, yep. Yeah, I was there for that too. But a, a game in Staples Center, man, it's just, it's kind of feels like the atmosphere for a national TV game back in the day at Ball Arena. Mm. That's the feeling every game I, I feel in, in Staples Center. It's just a different type of atmosphere. Um, they They dim the lights on the crowd. They light up the court. It really feels like Uh, a stage out there and the celebrities, it it just, it's a different type of feel than any other regular season game I've been to. Um, I always say people, I always tell people that's my favorite place to watch a game or cover a game. I'm with you, man. And I think for whatever the fringes of that
1: fan base look like it's, it's an international brand. So there's just going to be a lot of annoying fans, no matter what the organization does or how they carry themselves but you get the sense when you're there that the game is important. The game is important to the city. It's a Lakers game. That's an event. The stars are there. The atmosphere is there. So as obnoxious as it is when you're in the building, you certainly understand the gravity of it and why so many people want to be a part of it.
0: Yeah. Let's hit another break on the other side. We'll wrap up with some final thoughts on the schedule.
1: Hey, have you guys heard about DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app? We only tell you about it several times a day. Here comes another update. College football season right around the corner. As you know, as you should know, if you haven't signed up yet, do so now. Use code DNVR. All you got to do is bet $1 on a college football game. They're going to give you $200 in free bets to go ahead and make more money from there. So remember, you don't have to win this bet. You just have to place it. What are you waiting for? Download DraftKings Sportsbook app now, America's top rated sportsbook app. Use code DNVR, bet $1, win $200 in free safe bet in free bets. DraftKings Sportsbook is safe, secure, reliable. They're located right here in the United States, so it's easy to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. They're not messing with it. You can trust them. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, place that bet, use promo code DNVR, get your free $200, only for a limited time at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado. Only new customers, only restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Also got to talk about the blue-collar beef. Of course, I'm talking about the Wagyu beef brought to us from Castle Cattle Company. It's so good, you can now get it at the DNVR bar. If you're getting one of our burgers, you're getting Wagyu And I've got a pro tip for you. It's worth it. It's delicious. By the way, Hassle Cattle Company is giving away a $200 gift card and cooler to one lucky winner. It's real easy to enter. You just head to DNVR Sports Twitter page and click the link in our pinned tweet. It's free. You can win money. A fantastic cooler. Plus, you get notified about all of their best deals. Speaking of their best deals, Hassle is hooking you up with 10% off your entire purchase. Just use code DNVR10 at checkout. That's DNVR 10 to save 10%. Not one time, Harrison, but every time. HassleCattleCompany.com, DNVR 10 for 10%. That's all you got to remember. And you're halfway to some delicious blue collar beef. Speaking of delicious foods, if you're a Colorado native, or if you're a transplant that feels settled in, that knows their way around the state, then you know all about the sweet, sweet goodness at Illegal Pete's. They're back on board with us. They're one of our partners. Again, we missed them. They've got six Illegal Pete's locations in Colorado. Uh, And if you go to any of them, you can do the sound check promotion. You probably have heard of it by now. It's ongoing at all locations. It offers a free draft beer or house Marg with the purchase of an adult entree. You just got to show a same-day ticket to any event. You go into the game that night. You see in the Rockies at Coors that day. Stop in before or after at Illegal Pete's. Get that uh, house Marg. Get that free draft beer with their delicious burrito. Don't forget about the queso. Illegal Pete's. Home of the stir.
0: We good? We're good. All right. Back here on the DNVR Nuggets podcast, Harrison Wind and Brendan Vote. Wrapping up, we got the schedule released so we know where the Nuggets will be playing, when the Nuggets will be playing, uh, what road trips we might be hitting, what road trips we're, we're definitely not hitting. There's this website vote um, that really breaks down the schedule in a super informative manner. Yes. Positive residual. I just saw a tweet that according to their data and how they calculate strength and schedule for travel time, for back-to-backs, etc., the Nuggets have the second easiest strength of schedule only to the Utah Jazz. Wow. So you were kind of feeling this right when we hopped on, and I asked you for your first takeaway, and you said they didn't, didn't feel like they got shafted. It turns out they did not get shafted at all. In fact, they have the second easiest strength of schedule, according to that calculation in the league behind Utah. Wow. That's crazy. So again,
1: we were also talking about the Utah Denver national matchups, small yeah. market NBA, baby, here we go. All it's like was one bucks title. We're pivoting. It's our time. I'm excited. Um, Also, Jazz, easiest strength of schedule in the regular season. I mean, just can I bet on their entire season, just the way it goes game to game, because they're going to win all of the regular season games. And we're going to go, can the Jazz win the title? And the answer is probably no, but we'll be betraying our small market origins when we deny them that chance, and then they'll lose.
0: So that's going to happen, and I'd like to lock that in. (laughs) So I'm looking ahead to February or March when, you know, we don't know for sure, but when a potential Jamal Murray return could come, Mm. I want to go down these dates and see if there's the perfect game for him to return against. It's definitely not. I'll tell you what it's not. It's not February (laughs) 16th at Golden State. Oh my God. That would be such a heat (laughs) check from the Nuggets though, right? Could you imagine, man, back at the scene of the crime? Okay, just, do not get Jamal Murray back on the floor for that game Whatever you do, Denver. Just a big middle finger to the Nug Life gods. We, <laughs> we're we not scared of you.
1: You should be, though. Yeah, that's um, a good Don't do that game.
0: You know, I, I have a date in mind. I, I have a date in mind here. Tell me what you think. Jamal Murray's return March 24th at home on a Thursday. It's not a back-to-back. It's not the front end of a back-to-back. It's not the back end of a back-to-back. March 24th at home versus the Suns. Versus the Suns.
1: I, I love this. I love this because, A, you just finished the series without Jamal, Jamal Murray, but, B, as all Nuggets fans know, yes, Jamal Murray against the Phoenix Suns. It's like bubble Murray every day. Right. Uh so that's a great and then you follow that up with OKC, Charlotte, Indiana, Minnesota, right? Exactly. So a decent little stretch of games to let him get going plus a Phoenix game to get him hyped up. I
0: lo- I love where
1: your head's at here. Yeah.
0: I do wonder if Phoenix is too hype of an opponent to bring him back. Like he would be too hype for that game. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, yeah, like, listen, man, we don't want you to drop in 50 in game one, right? <laughs> we don't need it. Um, and he but might yeah, try you,
0: it. Too. You got the OKC okay game right after, though. That could be a, a target as well.
1: Yeah, I love it, man. 24 26. And then it also feels we got that February, March timeline. February feels aggressive, really yeah. scared of, of, of Jamal because he, to be clear why I'm scared, because he just loves the game so much. And he's such a competitor, really scared of him coming back early. End of March feels good and you get a little runway, play some games at the, at the end of the regular season at home, some winnable games on the road, and maybe build a little momentum going into the playoffs. This is it, man. You you've you've got it
0: for me. I'm circling the 24th, 26th of March. Yeah, I agree. February probably seems a little aggressive. Look, we have we don't know what his return's gonna look like this far out. I think he's probably gonna be tracking. Ahead of schedule. I mean, that's just my best judgment as of now. I'd be surprised if he wasn't tracking ahead of schedule. Um, It's usually 12 months. You know, you move a month or two up for that. Sometime in March, middle to late March, would be my best educated guess right now. And yeah, there is a couple nice home games at at the end of that month versus Boston, versus the Clippers, versus Phoenix, versus the Thunder. Maybe. Maybe. You know, we'll, we'll see. That's surely going to be the storyline of all season. I I feel like next season is not really going to start until Jamal gets back, which is really unfortunate that that's just kind of going to be the thought hanging over our head all season, but I feel like that's just reality.
1: There's also a world though, in which that season has gone so much better than many anticipated Jamal comes back and it's, and it's, hey, man, full steam ahead, right? Well, I doubt this team. Why well, doubt this team? Can we talk about um, the Instagram update that you put in the chat of uh, Old Man Millsap? Yeah, let's talk about it. All right. So he says hard work pays off or or something. And then something about luck, right? And he uses the uh, shamrock emoji. Mm. Conspiracy corner Celtic signing coming up for
0: Paul Millsap. Well, the Celtics were rumored to be interested in him last summer. So you can make that connection. They're a contending team. He could go back to the Eastern Conference. The, clearly the worst of the two conferences. Um, so <laughs> it would make sense. You no, know, I don't know if Boston really needs a Paul Millsap-type player. They got Al Horford back. Right. They just re-signed Robert Williams to that extension. But, you know, maybe he's just looking for a spot where he can get some minutes off the bench for a contender. Boston could fit the bill. Um, I I could see it as a fit. Dude,
1: the 2021 Paul Millsap, Al Horford on the same roster.
0: I'm (laughs) here for that.
1: First team all YMCA. Um, But two thoughts. First of all, this would make me deeply sad because um, as a very objective journalist I just have to say I hate the Boston Celtics from the bottom of my heart it's personal it will always be personal and I really hope he doesn't sign with them I will follow that up by saying Paul Millsap is the corniest one of the the corniest NBA players out there that's a high bar by the way and so I just I wouldn't put it past him to his phone to just suggest the the shamrock emoji (laughs) he's like oh yeah that looks good and he just kicks he just punches it in so that's what you're totally right Cross so, my fingers
0: for that. Just after he types in, what was it? Just luck, luckier, or and your luck- iPhone's yeah. like, oh
1: yeah, I oh, you,
0: you probably want the shamrock emoji. I, I could totally. Like, see hell yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what You're I'm right. clinging to right now. All right, all right. I think that's all we got for today. Unless you got anything else, um, thanks for listening, guys. We should be back streaming live again Monday through Friday next week. Uh, Back in Denver, back in the lounge. Everybody should be back uh, in the office and and around, so can't wait to get back to that. Talk to you guys then.
1: The dentists, so nice, we're pitching them twice. Talking about Green Mountain Dental Group, the best damn family-owned dentists in the metro. They're extreme Colorado sports fans over there, just like you, just like me, just like all of us here in DNVR. No need to small talk about the weather while they're sticking some sharp contractions into your mouth and just digging around. Uh, These guys are professionals, and they're sports fans. So the small talk's on point, the treatment is on point, and right now if you schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam, say it with me folks, you walk out the door with a free Sonicare toothbrush, check out Green Mountain Dental Group, and let them know that DNVR sent you.